Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Now in this episode, we're going to discuss the subject of reducing muscle tension and tightness without stretching. Now, it's a really interesting subject and what I'm going to use today is different outside sources so you can see that the general consensus towards stretching is starting to change the more that we start to research into the the true science and the neurophysiology of what's happening within the brain and body connection. And so all of this detail will be, the links will be in the show notes below. So I just wanted to start with that because it's some really interesting points here. And you may want to just again read a little bit further yourself afterwards. So how do we reverse habitually tight muscles which cause pain and limited range of movement without stretching? You see, it appears to be heavily promoted as the answer to creating better results for our muscular um, health. But is it really? Now, this is where I'm going to mention about the two sources, these two outside experts here, and they're in the field of of musculoskeletal health. And so here, I'm just going to read to you the video transcript from Dr. Steve Ganjemi. Okay, so this is what Steve says. He says, the other thing a lot of people like to do when they injure an area is to stretch the area. When you injure muscles, when you injure tendons, they elongate, though They need to be held together. They need to join those muscle fibers, fascia and connective tissue back together. Those muscle fibers, these little areas, muscle fibers called sacromeres, need to join back together and heal up. And if you're chronically stretching an area to try and get more range of movement in there because you feel that that's what you need to do to break up some of the adhesions and other stuff like that, that's a completely bogus idea. You need to let those muscle fibers line back up and heal back up so that they heal a lot faster. I've seen all too often that people are chronically stretching areas and they have weakened the muscle fibers. They've weakened the tendons where it joins to the bone. So the injured area is not healing because they're chronically stretching it and they're chronically re-injuring and preventing the area from healing up. So compress, don't stretch. The old presumption that holding a stretch for 20 to 30 seconds, known as static stretching, primes muscles for a workout is dead wrong. It actually weakens them. In a recent study conducted at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, athletes generated less force in their leg muscles after static stretching than they did after not stretching at all. Other studies have found that stretching decreases muscle strength by as much as 30%. Also, stretching one's leg muscles can reduce strength in the other leg as well, probably because the central nervous system rebels against the movements. Now, I'm going to also add these extra links in here uh, below within the show notes, but let me just quote this here. 
There's a neuromuscular inhibitory response to static stretching, says Malachi McHugh, the director of research at the Nicholas Institute of Sports Medicine and Athletic Trauma at Lenox Hill Hospital in New York City. The straining muscle becomes less responsive and stays weakened for up to 30 minutes after stretching. And so it's really interesting seeing these outside sources. So there are their transcripts there. And as I said, I'll put all that detail below. Now, in previous podcast episodes, I've discussed sensory motor amnesia. So simply put, sensory motor amnesia occurs due to habitual behaviours such as sitting for hours over a keyboard at work or carrying a child on one hip. The brain, which we've got to remember controls all muscle coordination and contraction, actually goes into autopilot. And it keeps these dominant muscles in a fixed contracted state. And so total somatic education helps you to consciously regain control of your muscles so that they will contract and relax when they're required to do so. And within total somatics, we use the expression pandiculation. Because when we use pandiculation, that's when we actually get to the source. We get to the the process which will actually switch off those contracted muscles. So what is involved with pandiculation? As a clinical somatics educator and practitioner trained within this area of health, I teach clients how to reset their muscle length and improve their motor function by pandiculating, which is active lengthening from a contraction of certain muscle groups. You see, pandiculation stimulates the brain to release chronically tight muscles. This allows the brain to take back conscious or voluntary control of what has for a long time been involuntary tight muscles. So we actually get to the software. It's an intelligent learning process. It's an intelligent change of how we soften the belly of your muscle. We can only do that when we reset the software, which is your brain. So there are three phases of pandiculation and I'm going to just break them down for you here. So the first phase is the contraction and this is a slightly stronger contraction than the existing tension that you have in your muscles. And what this does is it sends sensory information to your brain. So your brain lights up when we start to contract that muscle. So your brain starts to feel the movement or the sensation of the muscle again. After all, your brain has developed almost a level of amnesia. It's simply forgotten how to consciously control muscular movement patterns from this area. So the contraction has to be a little bit stronger just so that your brain can sense it. And I say just a little bit stronger because if somebody's in chronic pain, they can't make these movements big. They can't make a contraction huge. So it's just a little bit more. It could be a micro movement with some people that are in chronic pain. But it's enough that when you contract that muscle, it lights up your brain. It brings your brain back to a conscious alertness. And when we do that, then we can bring in the second phase. And the second phase is this slow release, this lengthening process. And I say lengthening as opposed to stretching, because when we are releasing and lengthening the muscle, we are listening to the muscle. We are still in control. Whereas stretching, it becomes more of a passive thing. We're just kind of taking it to where we want to go. Whereas when we are slowly releasing and lengthening the muscle, we are listening to the feedback from your muscle and knowing how far we can take that lengthening process before it turns into a stretch. And so the slower the release, the greater impact it has on your brain because the release is where your brain notices the details of that movement 
and that's when your muscles can consciously or voluntarily relax. And then the final stage, which is as equally as important as part, you know, stage one and stage two, is complete relaxation and rest. And this is because at this phase, all the information floods to your brain and allows for that integration to happen. So all of that sensory and that motor information that's come from your muscles, it relays all that to your brain as your brain senses and feels all of what's happening from the contraction to the lengthening and the release. And so when this happens, there's this huge connection again between your brain and your muscles and everything else in between. You see, somatics involves cortical learning to change the old habitual behaviors, which have developed from a basically, you know, poor posture and all that sort of thing. When we start to change those habits, when we start to break from those subconscious habitual behaviors by using pandiculation, we start to live more consciously, we live more mindfully. And when we pandiculate, we're actually firing, firing up regions of your brain And remember, your brain is the seat of learning. The part that we're using in pandiculation is the seat of learning to create these improved movement patterns and also help your posture. And when your muscles know how to move efficiently again, and the principle is that when one side of your body is contracting, the other side of your body knows to lengthen and release. When we bring the synergy back, then what it does is it changes the way that the muscle groups work. So you become more efficient and effective in the behavior that you use because you switch your muscles on and off at the appropriate time by bringing in the total somatics awareness that we do within the membership program. And so if you'd like to know more, then check out totalsomatics.com because there's lots of information within there. And also periodically I hold live workshops that you can join me. So these are free workshops for people to start experiencing pandiculation, to experience what it's like to actually live in a body that moves freely rather than being stuck in a tight body where our movements become quite robotic and we just seem to be getting recurring pain and injury. And the things that we used to use before are no longer fixing us. Whereas with totalsomatics.com, I can teach you how you can stop that recurring injury, stop that recurring pain and start to take full control of how your body moves, how we can soften the belly of your muscle by pandiculating efficiently and effectively. And so I do this through the Total Somatics Membership Program. It's a program that creates focus and clarity so I can just deliver to you what you need. And also I'm there to cover questions. I hold regular workshops for the members. There's lots of support within there to really improve your health and well-being so you can enjoy a new lease of life and get back to the activities that you absolutely love to do. So if you'd like to know more, go to totalsomatics.com. And I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care.